0: Welcome to Houseplant Homebody. I'm your host, Holly, and I'm here to tell you all about my favorite thing, plants. Are you ready? Did you know there's even more than just this podcast? Go check out my website, houseplant-homebody.com for even more, and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, or Pinterest at LLC. And as I'm sure you already know, each podcast episode has a corresponding blog post on my website. So make sure you check that out. And do not forget to rate, review this podcast and make sure you're commenting, liking, sharing and subscribing. So more plant people just like you can find my podcast and social media. You can even help support your favorite podcast blog and social media by joining me on my become a supporter website page to get exclusive podcast episodes access to a supporter-only Facebook group, early access to podcasts, and exclusive content. And if you really just can't get enough, I send out a bi-monthly newsletter on the first of every other month, also with exclusive content and some updates on what's happened the previous couple months. All right, let's get into it. Hi everyone, we are diving into grow lights. I figured this would be a big episode for everyone because it is a very hot topic and I always had a lot of questions about it. So I was happy to dig into it and learn a bunch myself. The great thing about grow lights is that any houseplant parent that's struggling with getting enough light in their home, whether it's with the window or whatnot, or all of the windows are shaded by trees or other buildings or something like that, or you live in the basement apartment of a house or something, Grow lights allows you to have almost any plant you want in your home, which is amazing. So anyone can grow houseplants, even if it's in the darkest room, as long as you have a grow light. So grow lights can be used for several different things. I'm mainly going to be focusing on houseplant growth, but there's also great uses for indoor herb growing or vegetation, fruiting, vegetables, that kind of thing. Even wanting to produce flowers, which I'll go into it in a little bit. But grow lights range in several different forms, several different prices. Some are super expensive and some are super cheap. So, I honestly don't think it really matters whether you get the expensive or the cheap one, but I'm going to give you those options that kind of explain the difference between everything, just so you have an idea. I personally have so many houseplants, I need something that will go the farthest for the amount of money I spend on it. So, I have six sets of grow lights that have multiple adjustable... Arms on it. And then I do have panel lighting on a plant shelf as well. And I think there's four of those, four or five of those panel lights. So I have a lot of grow lights in my house, but I'm just wanting to make sure I'm optimizing the light that these plants are getting. There is great windows in this house that I'm in right now that provide a really good amount of light, but I have so many plants and they are sitting away from the window that I need to supplement grow lights in order to really make them thrive. So why grow lights? I really wanted to ask the very general question that I'm sure we all know the answer to, but the main reason why people are using grow lights is because they're not getting enough natural light or they want to be able to move their plants anywhere in their house and be able to really thrive in a different environment. So, it's really simply that your plant needs more light There's also a group of people that do sell plants from in their house. They're propagating, they're using seeds, they're even growing and starting herbs, vegetables, all that good stuff within their home. And grow lights definitely help with that. On that level of things, growing from seed and that kind of thing, I don't think I'm going to be providing links on the blog or really diving into those kinds of lights. If you're looking for more of a herb growing panel lighting or something like that, that might be a little bit more expensive and it just might be a little bit of a larger installation than some of the ones I'm talking about today. Um, but if you have questions, let me know and I can direct you. A lot of that stuff you can get on Amazon for a fairly decent price, but it is slightly different depending on what your use is. So we're going to jump into the types of light. Now there is a big long range and explanation of all different types of light. I have a wonderful book called Gardening Under Lights, The Complete Guide to Indoor Growers by Leslie Hollick. I think. Highly recommend the book. It goes into lots of detail about different kind of light spectrum, how it's measured, what each of it means, all that good stuff. So, I read through that whole section before I really delve into this podcast and I decided to stick with only three types of light very specific to houseplants. So, I didn't want to make this overwhelming because my goal with this podcast is to get you the information and to get it in as can dense form as possible, but as much information for you to make the right decision. So if you have other questions beyond this, let me know. But these three types of lights that I'll be talking about is what is very specific to houseplants. The first one is red light. The second one's blue light. And the last one I'm going to talk about is full spectrum light, which includes red and blue. So red light specifically is used for kind of promoting flowering, fruits and vegetation or vegetable growth. If you consistently use just a red light on your plants, your plants will actually become leggy and they're not necessarily gonna get a compact growth. The next light is blue light. So usually this is the most success this is the second most successful, I would say, light to promoting foliage growth. So continued blue light will create a compact leafier plant, but eventually you may see the leaves become smaller or deformed because it doesn't have that red light also. So houseplants need a combination of light, which is the sunlight, which full spectrum light, if you find that on any of your grow lights, that's the kind of light you want to use. So, the full spectrum light is the light that is basically what the sun is providing. That's going to give your houseplant the most optimal potential growth possible because it does combine all types of light. Obviously, there's more than just red and blue light. There's also green light and there's white lights, but that kind of combines them all to be the best for your houseplant. So, you will see online when you're searching houseplant grow lights or just grow lights in general, you're going to see sometimes they range from a red and white, sometimes they range in a red and blue, sometimes they do blue and white. So, it kind of depends on if there's any specific Thing you're thinking about. If there's nothing specific you're trying to achieve except extra growth, I can guarantee you any grow light will help your house plant and it's kind of based on what kind of look you want. So, if you don't want, let's say, a purple light in your house, which usually contains a red and a blue light combined because that combination does really work well with the house plants, probably second to the full spectrum, then I wouldn't get one of those purple glowing lights. And usually, like on Amazon or something, it will show an example of what the color light will look like. You want to stick with more of the cool white or warm white type lights. And sometimes the red or the blue is combined within there as well. So they are getting that growth. Therefore, the full spectrum light is kind of just like a combination of different types of light. I hope that all makes sense. It was very confusing reading it. I had to read it a few times and then I checked a few places online to make sure I got it right. But full spectrum light is what you really need when you're looking for a grow light for houseplants specifically, if that makes sense. Vegetables and stuff might be a different story. Houseplants themselves, full spectrum light. Okay, we're going to go into the different types of grow lights too just because there are a ton of options out there and I linked the basic side of things, but I did want to go into what I had linked online in the blog post. Okay, so for types of grow lights, there are a lot of different types. So I would say I kind of split them into three categories specifically for your house plant that I would find most effective, which are like the adjustable clamp grow lights, the panel grow lights, and just straight light bulbs. So The adjustable clamp grow lights I think are super versatile and honestly the most cost effective and you get the biggest bang for your buck. Usually these have multiple light heads that are adjustable and most of them you can dim them. There's a timer and usually you can adjust on some of them you can adjust the types of light as well. Some of them have the option of going from like a blue light to a red light to a white light to a mix. Some of them do. I didn't link, it and link any of those because I don't have this because I'm just strictly looking for kind of the more of a white light or like warm white light. So I did link three different ones on the website. I linked one on Amazon that is just like a black super thin long head to it and there's three adjustable heads. There is a 10 dimmer levels on it. And it does have a timer. The only downfall of this one, which I don't think is very safe, is um, it's a USB cord. It does not have the AC adapter. So, you want to make sure you have an AC adapter at home or your USB can plug actually directly into the wall. I have a power strip that has a USB adapter along with a couple other girl lights on it that I put this one into. So, it wasn't that big of a deal for me. But... In the AC adapter, at least for me, it got really hot. So that's just like a safety concern for me. But anyways, so I do have that one that I linked and I do really like it. It goes, it's very sleek. It's very nice. It's got the three heads to it. It does have a timer. It's just like you click like a button to say if you want to do three, six or nine hour timer. So it's not like it's going to turn on by itself the next morning you're still gonna have to turn it on to adjust it how you want to but i typically turn it on before i leave for work i don't turn it off until about like eight or nine o'clock at night so that's probably about 12 yeah uh, probably 13 or 14 hours so the next one i put on there is a silver aluminum one just looks a little bit different. The head on it's a little shorter and this has three adjustable lights also with the 10 dimmer levels and a timer. The nice thing about this is it's not USB. It has a regular AC adapter. So, um, same concept, same options as the first one. It just looks different. And the last one, I don't have this one but I thought this was super handy and I think this one right here is probably the most versatile one I've seen. This has four adjustable heads to it. It does have the dimmer level, the timer. It's a regular plug like the rest of them, but you can either choose for it to be freestanding, so it has like a tall adjustable floor stand, or you can take it off and turn it into a regular clamp light or clip light so you can clip it onto a plant shelf or something if you want to. So that's super helpful. So if you didn't have anything to clip it to but you knew you wanted to kind of stretch it out into your room more or something, that would be very helpful. I think the main advantage to the clamp or clip grow lights is that they're, you can move them super easily because of the adjustable heads and because they just clip right onto a shelf. And usually you can dim them if you want to. I've never had to, but if you need to, you can. And if you're really concerned about the amount of light your plants are getting, you can set the timer on those too. So I think these are usually the best. Usually they're between like $15 to $30. The one with the adjustable stand I think is $40, but it really doesn't get much higher than that. Usually, I'm spending between 15 and 20. I'm usually not spending over 25 on mine. So, very cost effective. And I think for any beginner, this is where you should start. The next one is panel lights. So, panel lights, I think, are amazing because you can hide them under shelves in any concealed space. So, for example, Peter built me a really, really nice big plant shelf and I decided to get those panel lights for underneath the shelves. Granted, the shelf is pretty tall, so the panel lights are like a little blinding because they are in your view, but they are super effective and have seriously helped my plants grow amazingly. So, I put the one that I have in there and I also put a secondary one. So, the first one is a two-piece ultra-thin plant light. The only downfall to this is that the kind of color of the light does have more of a yellow-orange because it has more of that red spectrum in there along with the rest of it but more red than anything so that's why it's kind of that yellow orange color but there was another one that i linked in here that is basically the same thing but has more of that regular white light to it exact same kind of concept different brand but almost the exact same thing where it's just the two panels you can kind of connect them together if you need to or not if you don't want to so highly recommend this if you're looking for something underneath a cabinet or for shelves or anything like that. The panel lights were originally recommended by someone I follow on Instagram. Um, Her account is called This Is Drover and she bought them for her shelf in her house. Kind of has, she had a string of pearls and a couple other plants there and they worked really, really well. I just didn't have a shelf like that yet until um, Peter kind of built me one or at least we figured we want to build one instead of just buy one. So that I knew exactly that I I wanted to get that specifically. And then one of the clamp lights is actually on the very top of the shelf, like hanging on to the very top. So... So, the next kind of types of lights that I decided to dive into was light bulbs themselves. And I did want to go into more detail on this because I knew of a couple brands specifically that other houseplant parents on Instagram I've seen have called out, but also there's just a lot of options with this. And I did include fixtures as well as options too, just in case you didn't have like a light you already liked and you wanted to add a grow light bulb to it. So... Here's the deal, if you have a fixture that you already really like and you want to use or have been using as a grow light option, light bulbs themselves are really good options. So, for me specifically, I had a light that had three different heads on it from, I think, college. (laughs) I still had it, um, the actual like little lamp, like plastic lamp shades finally fell off of it. It's so old, but you can move the lights however you want to on it. And I think we got it from like Ikea or something, super cheap, but I just replaced the bulbs with houseplant lights. I don't get the super expensive ones. I just get the ones that I can find at the hardware store and they maybe last like three or four months each, but they do the job for what they need to it's a lot of light that goes into very specific places. So, the lights I'm including on my list and that I linked in the blog, the first one I'm going to talk about is Soltech Solutions. I do not own this. I don't think I ever will because it is so expensive. (laughs) Maybe if I had a very permanent single plant I wanted in a very specific spot, I would buy this. But honestly, I feel like there's better options. Tech Solutions is just very sleek and they have really, really nice designs and the technology is really great and that is why it is also so expensive. So, I think the number one highest quality light out there is probably Tech Solutions. Totally up to your discretion, but I did want to include that out there because it is so nice. And they do have really, really nice designs that could go pretty much with any home. If that was like a main concern and you didn't want like an ugly clamped light, this is a really good solution. But there are other solutions and we'll get into that. The next one I'm going to talk about is Sansi, I think. It's called light bulbs. So, this is the brand I've also seen several people talk about. This one I know for sure isn't too expensive. I think the the 36 watt bulb, which is the higher, the highest watt, at least from the Amazon link that I provided on the blog. It's like $37 or something for the bulb, but the bulb does have a range of wattage and it does have a five year warranty. This again, I pulled this from This Is Drover because she had an issue with this light bulb where it burnt out super quickly, but they replaced it right away because it has a five-year warranty, which is also super nice. Like if a light bulb doesn't work from a store and only lasts like a little bit, it's not like you're gonna get a warranty on it or something. So highly recommend this. She basically just had a pendant light fixture and attached it to it and hung it from the ceiling, which I did include a bunch of fixture options as well on the blog, just so you have a good array of different things, just so you don't have to go find it. So Santee light bulb, it does look very intimidating. It looks intense. The actual light looks like very technical. But if you just think of it as it's a light bulb, you put it over a plant, that's what you do. The downfall, downfall to using a light bulb is it's very pointed in one spot. So that's why I don't necessarily like to use these or like a pendant light sort of thing because I just have so many houseplants but if you have like a space in your house you really want to have like a big monstera growing in the corner or something a light bulb is perfect for that so that's why I'm giving options here the other two links I put for light bulbs is there was just like full spectrum light bulbs that was like a three pack super cheap basically you get them at the hardware store not a big deal but there, I wanted to put that in there. And then GE, I also saw this one recommended on a couple of Amazon accounts. This is the GE Grow Light bulb. This is also just recommended, but it's the same thing. It's just a singular bulb. So I wanted to throw that out there. And then the fixtures I included, I did include like a clamp light fixture. So if you wanted to just do your own bulb and then a clamp light fixture itself, I included that. There was a two pack I found. And then from there i kind of did like pendant light attachments so there was like a cool teal cord there was a couple black cords there was a two pack of a black cord um there was a nice black cord with a really cool metallic brass socket to it just something a little more elevated and then what's really trendy is that twisted rope kind of pendant lighting So, I included a single one, but I also included one, I think it was more for an outdoor situation because it was waterproof, but I did include one that had three different lights on it. So, for example, if you had like a longer section of houseplants, you could include that whole section in those three different lights there. But I did include links to all of those on the blog post as well. So, I think moral of the story with types of grow lights... I think the adjustable clamp grow lights are the most versatile and most cost effective best bang for your buck. The panel lights I think are a close second if you're trying to work with a shelf of plants. So there's that. Alright, let's dive into the Instagram Q&A. So remember Instagram Q&A comes up a few times before the episode happens on instagram hence the instagram q a i just put a question box out there to see if you have any questions about the upcoming podcast but just know if you know the podcast episode which i do say that every time before at the very end of each episode if you listen past the outro um if you know what episode is coming up next then you can just like message me whenever you want and say, hey, I have a question for your next episode. And I screenshot everything. So, I did have a few questions for grow lights this time around and I wanted to dive into them more. So, the first one was, can they stay on 24-7 or does your plant need sleep? Your plant does need rest. So, I think... What the consensus is from what I'm seeing on different websites and my Gardening Under Lights book, they really shouldn't be given any more than 16 to 18 hours of sunlight. There are plants that kind of prove the theory of they need sleep, like the holiday cactus or poinsettia that actually really do need those darker times and darker periods to produce blooms. So, just know you want to make sure you're turning your lights off. If for some reason you can't at night, then you could try to set it to a timer, even using like a bulb light, keeping it on and then just hooking a timer up to the wall. That's what I do with my bulb lights. It turns on automatically and shuts off automatically. That's great. If you're going on vacation or something, that would be the solution to that. Okay, the next question was, what's the best grow light on the market and from where? So, I think this is kind of a harder question. I personally think the Soltec lights or the Sansi lights are probably the best. Soltec is just super expensive. So the Sansi lights, I think the actual bulbs are probably the higher quality along with Soltec, but I think best grow light, I don't know if there's a best light itself. I think the spectrum of light that the Soltec light provides is very high quality and it's very pointed to exactly what it needs to do. But the actual light is very expensive. And I don't think it's that much different than the Santi light that is like at most thirty seven dollars. So I think Soltec is probably your highest quality grow light thing out there for any average household, if that makes sense. But I think you can get effective results in the adjustable lights and the panel lights because that's all I use and I've had success with them I don't need to be spending hundreds of dollars on girl lights if I don't have to if I know it can work the same now granted I've never used a Soltec or a Sansi light myself Sansi, Sansi I never know how to pronounce it but there may be a difference that I personally don't know But the grow lights that i have experienced i have seen improvement from just sitting in a window if that makes sense so that's a hard question i feel like it changes based on the person you talk to also but soltech is probably your highest quality and fanciest thing out there if that makes sense okay the next question is how much faster can i expect my plant to grow with a grow light versus a regular window so that I th- this is a loaded question, and I, I honestly feel like it's very dependent on your microclimate and what your plant needs. So, to give you an example, sun exposure on a north window is very different than sun exposure on a south window. And just knowing that providing consistent light with the grow light is much more intense than really any window in your home. So... In your window itself, the window panes are blocking sunlight. You may have obstructions outside. The earth's rotation in general causes the sun to be moving. So you'll never achieve the same consistency in a window that you will grow light. So you're going to see faster results with the grow light than even just a south window, for example. You may have the heat of a window because the sun will be directly beating on the window which a grow light is not necessarily producing heat because that would be inefficient so i think that's the difference where you're going to see maybe something a little bit more of an advantage of putting it in a window versus having it next to a grow light but strictly light itself grow lights are going to be way more consistent than in a window hope that helps For something like a philodendron, which I have most of my like philodendron Brazil, for example, under my panel grow lights versus in a window, they've grown, I feel like, at least five times faster under those panel grow lights than they have anywhere else in my home just because they're getting very consistent light throughout the week, day, night, whatever, not night like I said, I have them on for like 13 or 14 hours sometimes. Okay, long explanation, but basically really dependent. No matter what, grow lights are going to give you more consistent light than a window. And then the last question is, what's the best one for a beginner, for a plant stand, stick on, or lamp? So, I think this goes back to the different types of lights. I think it also really depends on your space and your plants. So, I really don't think you should be buying an expensive grow light as you're still working out figuring out what you need. Getting one of those $15 to $30 plants from, or plants, grow lights from Amazon is probably where you're going to want to start. So, I would make sure you're getting something that has a timer that's adjustable, so like dimmable, that's easily movable or like the arms are very adjusting. That way you have the ability to move it around a lot and figure out your spaces better so to this day literally yesterday i moved i switched a couple of my grow lights because it just worked out better if that was an individual bulb i wouldn't have had that much flexibility so that's what i would suggest the questions of plant stand stick on or lamp i think if you wanted something freestanding like plant stand freestanding The one that i have linked that switches from a clamp light to like a floor light would be a really good option that'd probably be the most versatile in different ways to try it you don't need to use the floor standing plant like light stand but you can if you want to also you have the clamp option so if your collection grows or shrinks you have the ability to move it around how you need to i would say the stick-on option is definitely an option too especially with panel lights but that's kind of more permanent so if you're starting out and you have a shelf you know for sure you're going to keep plants there forever panel lights are great sometimes those aren't as versatile so like mine I don't think I can really dim it I think I just turn it on and off versus the other ones that are the clamp lights I can dim I can change. I can adjust how I need to. So I would recommend getting one of the clamp lights first. If you really don't like how it looks, then there are the other options like the light bulbs or the panel lighting, but it really depends on your home and what kind of space you have for your plants. Okay, that is the grow light episode. I hope everyone learned something because I definitely did. The types of light was really interesting to me and I liked reading about that. Um, even more in depth than I put in here but I think this covers everything we kind of all basically wanted to know but if you have more questions let me know otherwise that is the grow lights episode guys thank you for listening to episode 63 of houseplant homebody all about grow lights don't forget to check out the blog post that corresponds with this episode if you go to houseplant-homebody.com and go to the blog page you'll find it there Also, don't forget to find me at Houseplant Homebody LLC on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. Make sure you're rating, reviewing, and sharing this podcast along with liking, saving, and commenting on social media. Odds are if you like this podcast, someone else will too. I love to hear what you've learned from this episode or really anything that I'm doing and your plant experiences. So please share them with me because I love it. Also, you can help support your favorite podcast by joining me on my Become a Supporter website page to get exclusive podcast episodes, access to a supporter-only Facebook group, early access to podcasts, and exclusive content. Your support means the world to me, and I'm super excited to keep bringing you plant bios and information. Also, don't forget to check back every other Tuesday for the brand new episode and blog post. From one houseplant homebody to another, see you next time. Well, hello, it's me again. Um, So grow lights, y'all. Hope you learned something. I definitely did. I have a ton of grow lights. I can't, I could probably get a bunch more too. I literally can think of like two or three other spaces in this house that I could put grow lights that I just haven't. (laughs) Um, But I will continue to keep using them as much as I possibly can. Eventually when Peter and I buy a house, I'll probably get more of the pendant lighting. I just think it looks very sleek and I definitely want to have a separate space for most of the plants and then i want to have very specific plants within the home so the pendant light will be like oh i want my big monstera in the living room pendant light above the monstera in the living room and that's it you know so anyway um this episode is released on july 5th which means it is literally a month away from our wedding so there's a lot going on on that side of things just finishing up all of the little random things um, I have my friend Sierra who's coming to visit me in two weeks and I will probably go over all, figure out all the plants and we're gonna be working on like the wedding programs and all that good stuff so I got everything printed we just gotta make it and I have bins stacked in my office area all labeled cuz that's how I am <laughs> um, so I'm very excited But yeah, that's most of my life right now. Um, And then work, obviously, full time still happening as well. So that's kind of all I have, honestly. That's what's going on right now. So the next episode that will be released will be on July 19th. I'm sorry, yeah, July 19th. And that is going to be about the pencil cactus. So, throwing in something weird, not a super foliage based houseplant, right? Very different. Love these things. I am dying to have a giant one someday. I do have two currently, and I do love them so much. So, we're going to dive into pencil cactus a little bit. Super unique plant, but I promise you'll fall in love with it by the end. So, I hope you guys have a great week, and I hope you guys had a great 4th of July for all of you US people. Otherwise, I will see you next time and on social media. Bye-bye.